0: Welcome to Life at God's Pace video. This is Monday, July the 12th, and today we're going to look at chapter 3 from the book written by Alan Nelson. The title of the book is Before the Throne. Today we're looking at chapter 3. The title of chapter 3 is Untamable Holiness. Untamable Holiness. Have you ever. maybe we could go about it this way have you ever had an encounter with a wild animal now i've seen clips of people who have made friends with dangerous animals lions and bears and tigers and you could say oh my i keep thinking when i see those video clips that's all good but what happens if this wild animal who appears to be tame reverts back to his undomesticated self. And I've had an encounter with a wild animal. I used to spend time uh, trail running and on one occasion me and two other runners came over the crest of a hill and there stood a magnificent black bear and never encountered that before. I've seen snakes, been chased by dogs, but to come within 20 or 30 yards of a black bear is a sight that is just, it it, it was scary, fearful, yes, but it was also just a, a good moment to be able to be that close. Obviously the bear ended up running off But for that brief moment, I was reminded that we live in a world that is not domesticated. We live in a world that we don't control. We don't control circumstances. We cannot even control the weather. Think of all the things that you can't control. It's hard to control a two-year-old, isn't it? (laughs) I even have trouble... um, getting my, when I had small dogs, getting them housebroken. I never could figure out who was the ruler of the house, me or the dog. But we we live in this world where we like to think we've got everything under control. We like to think there's always a solution. We like to think we always have a handle on things, but we don't. And and there are those moments in God's providence when we're reminded just how fragile and finite we really are. We're reminded that we are a needy race of people. That wild animals, weather, physical illness, all of those things... Can cause us or can harm us, destroy what we work for and our life in general. What Alan has done in this chapter called Untamable Holiness, he has brought us face to face with the false belief that we can control God. We can't control the weather. We can't control death. We can't control even our small uh, uh, pets at home. But there is this heresy. There is this false belief that that runs through our lives that we think somehow we can put God in our box, that, that we have God figured out, that we can control God. I love this quote from... From Alan on page 46, it says, God is the God of untamable holiness, meaning that he's no one's pet. You don't put God, uh, in quote there for a moment, you don't put God on a leash. You don't tell God what to do. God does not exist to serve you. Start the quote back. He will not be controlled no outside force creature or anything in the entire universe will unseat the lord from his throne and with that we say amen and that is the god we worship a god who is securely in control of all things of all things nothing happens outside the will of God or the power of God in this world and that leaves us with mysteries that leaves us with a divine atten- with, with, with with tension doesn't it because there are things that appear to be out of control there appears to be chaos but behind the chaos behind evil deeds behind all of the suffering there is a God who's at work in this world in fact, the story of the Bible is that all mankind falls, but God is the unfallen one. In other words, we're all tameable. We're, we're all, we, we don't control, but God is the one who controls all things. And so be careful that we don't treat God as a pet. Page 52, Alan goes on to say, You can't put God in a cage. He cannot be domesticated. He's not a pet you bring to show and tell. Later on in that chapter, Alan reminds us that God meets us on his terms. But think about how we try to bring God down to our terms. And this is really why there's only two religions in the world. All false religions attempt to domesticate God. They, attend, they attempt to make God more palatable, make him more comfortable for us. And that's just not the way of reality. Two more quotes and then we're going to close. The gospel, Alan writes in this chapter, the gospel changes, woe is me to worthy are you. That is the gospel. That we are led into the very glory and presence of God, whereby we worship God. And that is the key to living life at God's pace, that we come to see that we are worshipers of a God who deserves and is worthy of all worship. And so friends, I hope you have a good week. God bless you. Next week, Lord willing, we will examine chapter number four in uh, Alan's book, and let's see what that chapter title is Unblemishable Holiness. Have a great day. If you have any needs, you can text me or message me, I'm sorry, or email me at Pastor Jeff Thomas at gmail.com.